Hey guys, we're so excited to have you here with us today for the first episode of the Am I Pretty Now podcast. We have some really great stuff in store, so grab a seat, grab a drink, and let's get started. I'm Erin. And I'm Haley. And today's first topic is going to be wigs. Ooh. Periwigs. What a cute name. Right? Like I said, it sounds like a little bug. It does. Which I guess... But a cute one, though. They kind of look like bugs on your head. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So, my plan is do a little bit of history with them, Mm -hmm. and then we'll get down to the nitty gritty Mm -hmm. of why they're ooky spooky and really gross, actually. (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. (laughs) All right. So, wigs have actually been around since the Egyptian times. It's like the first recorded time of um, finding wigs. They, uh, for the most part, and it's going to repeat itself a a lot, is that wigs were really used for like three big things. Um, I think I can guess what one of them is. (laughs) Do it. Uh, STDs? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, bugs in general. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty much uh, everything with me is just going to go back to an STD (laughs) or a bug of some sort. So I'm already about it. It It's come up in every topic thus far anyway. It has. It has. So I feel like it's like a common theme. Yeah. Um, um, so I guess, guys, on that note, if you don't like uh, STDs or bugs, <laughs> you should probably start uh, stop listening now. We may not be the podcast for you. Yeah, we do get a little, I don't want to say graphic necessarily. Uh, uh, they get a little graphic. We get real. We get real. We get real. Yes. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> the two other reasons. Yeah. Baldness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. And uh, nobility. It showed nobility. And that is a big reason between, like, the Egyptian period, the Roman period, and the Greek period especially. Okay. It was very big on pointing out. That's not necessarily true. Even in the 1700s, which is the, like, bigger chunk of time yeah. that we're going to focus on. Um, just lots of pointing out who was rich and wealthy and who was not so how did they do that was it like you got a wig if you were rich and then you just had to be bald if you were not or like the size of your wig or i don't see i'm i'm interested now all of the above know. okay yeah okay um definitely we're gonna jump around a little bit here 1700s ish yeah um very large elaborate um is that when they put, like, ships in their hair? <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. you look okay. up pictures yeah. and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Um, like birds? They used to, like, sculpt things in the hair. So, like, when you said ships, you're not wrong. There yeah. is a pretty famous picture. Yeah. Or at least a there known picture. There is some picture. woman with a ship in her hair. Yeah. 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 Um, so that was, like, an extravagant version of what kind of showed off your nobility. Uh, typically, it was the quality because okay. if you were poor, you couldn't afford the nice hair. Ooh, yeah. And there's a lot of different types of um, stuff that people used to make the wigs. Whether it looked like hair or not, some of them we will never know. But um, some, some of the wigs <laughs> that were supposed to be hair didn't even look like hair. I love that. I mean, wait until we get to what some of the materials were. I'm excited. And you'll, you'll yeah. understand a okay. little bit more. Okay. Um, so back to the Egyptian period, because this all actually comes up, especially in the Egyptian okay. period. Um, so the reason that they used wigs in ancient Egypt, especially, was because obviously it was super hot. It's the desert. Lots yes. of sun. I um, thought you meant sexy. 
I mean, it might have been sexy. It was probably sexy for the time. Yeah. <laughs> probably not so much now. A lot of things, yeah. Swish, swishing their, yeah. their hair around. Um, so what they would do is they would actually... Sh- most Egyptians shaved their heads. So when you see pictures without any hair, that was more so the norm than the cliche, stereotypical. Yeah, you think of like, yeah, that bob. really cute angled. Yeah. yeah, it was, those were most likely wigs. Um, so they, they would shave their heads because it was too hot. But they still wanted to look cute. But they still wanted to look fashionable. So they put fake hair back on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so confusing to me that they literally shaved off all that hair and they actually used it in the wigs. So you could own a wig. Made of your own <laughs> hair. your own hair. <laughs> um, and then if you wanted to get fancy with it, well, uh, pause, Hale, you're getting ahead of yourself. Another problem was cleanliness. And that's also going to come up a lot uh-huh. through all periods of time. Um super well known the nile even though it's a huge water source not very clean not very sanitary no <laughs> animals in there right filth eating and desert yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. all kinds of stuff in the nile desert water <laughs> desert yeah. water <laughs> so um to prevent having to bathe and wash your hair and prevent like lice infestations okay z- just zipper off and then make a wig out of your own hair. It was also so that they, they also wore the wigs so their heads didn't burn in the sun. Their bald head, heads didn't burn in the sun. Could not? Okay, but I'm wondering, can your wig get lice, though? I mean, I feel like it could. Because it's still your hair, just not attached. To your head. I don't know what the underlay yeah, was. I was going to say, like, did they this use, like, like, a lace fisherman na- netting? Netting? I don't, Yeah. That's a problem that comes up with historically knowing yeah. like what the wigs were made of and how they were constructed is because it's not they probably didn't climate, write, write about it yeah it, it it you couldn't preserve them oh. so historians and like archaeologists have found what they assume to be leftovers of the wigs okay but because they're so degraded from time climate etc cetera, etc. Cetera, they can't really give us too much about them. And okay. that comes up with uh, the Roman side as well. Okay. Again, just a sticky hot climate, not perfect Great. at all yeah. for preservation. Oh. So <laughs> to answer that question, I'm not sure what they were made out of. But now I'm curious. Because how was it attached to the head? I like your, you th- your net idea. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They might have just dropped it on there and hoped like a bird didn't come by and snatch it big gust of wind yeah (laughs) just blows off right in the middle of your date you told me you had real that was your real hair it was catfishing before catfishing exactly yep um so back to the adornments of wigs um most we'll say peasants for the for lack of a better word so us so us um we would not have these things in our wigs they would also be made of the lesser materials for the nobility and the like the pharaohs those types of peeps um they would put like gold rings into uh the braids usually they braided it and then they would like interlace uh gold rings really nice um 
fabrics. It didn't really specify what type of fabrics were available then. But so you were so rich that you just basically sewed gold gold into your fake hair. Uh-huh. Well, your hair. Your hair, but just not your on hair. on your head, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and ivory was another big thing that was found to be um, almost like beaded okay. into the hair. And also with beading, uh, clay beads. They would make clay beads. Those are the most normal of all the things, I think, to put in your hair. Absolutely. If you're going to put something in your hair. But I can't say that I'd be mad with having, like, gold, gold in my rings. hair. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I thought you were maybe going to say, like, gold leaf. Oh, I'd you know, do like that, too. braids or something. Yeah. You know, but, I'm yeah. Not. I'd do gold leaf. I like yeah. gold leaf. I think that'd be rad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the materials that Egyptian wigs would have been made out of is obviously, like we keep mentioning, their own hair, typically. Or um, it's going to come up again through all the different eras, mm-hmm. virgin hair in particular. Um, I don't know what they would have been doing. So, yeah. Like, and when I like say virgin, virgin like, do you mean like virgin, like coloring? Yes. Okay. Or like doing anything. Or like before a sacrifice, <laughs> they just give us your hair and then... <laughs> You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't think about the second option. Maybe both. Maybe both. Let's say both. Maybe. Don't yeah. quote us on that. Yeah. We're not historians at all. Yeah. They're like rolling their eyes We're at probably us right now. not correct, but um, <laughs> it's fun to imagine. Well, absolutely. So moving through history, um, ancient Romans were the next ones to have found the trend of wigs. Um Oh, I never, I never finished about the, (laughs) what wigs would have been made of for the ancient Egyptians. Yes. Were the virgin hair, um, but also palm leaf fibers. So they would like, from what I gathered, they would like strip it into fine pieces that almost looked like, like uh, a strand of hair. A lot of work went into these. Yeah. Way more than I'm willing to invest. Um, Grass, felt grass <laughs> yeah i told you i want to see pictures i would love to see grass grass wigs <laughs> but in all fairness although it wouldn't have been dark like the cliche mm-hmm. you could totally dry out grass and almost it almost be like yeah. a bleach blonde or a bleach out rather how would they preserve it though see they did like wouldn't it just disintegrate <laughs> the sun they probably just made more yeah well, yeah, I actually was wondering, because you were talking about, like, the human hair and how, like, you can always preserve it. Yeah. I wonder if it ever happened to anyone back then, where, like, maybe that's why they had to start using grass and felt. Like, maybe, like, someone was still alive, but the hair just wasn't keeping up. Right. And it would not be cool if you grew it out for another wig. So nobody could sacrifice a hairy head versus a bald right. head. Right. Yeah. Right. I feel, in all fairness, I feel like that could have been a huge reason as to why they were using maybe more odd yeah. materials, like the palm leaf, the grass, yeah. felt, um, wool, which technically we still do use mm-hmm. in a lot of um, hair pieces. Um, and then with, with human hair in particular, it was mostly reserved for the higher people, the hierarchy, um, because it was super expensive, even though 
it, it, typically they sold the hair. Okay. So it was like more so poorer people selling their hair for the rich to have their But then their do you wings. want to be a rich person with poor person's hair? <laughs> well, if you adorn it with jewels, it'll be fine. That's true. Right? That's true. Yeah. It's like put lipstick on it a up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving on to the Roman period, very similar. Um, in this period in particular, it was really more popular for men and women to be wearing wigs. Um, I guess women didn't bald in ancient Egypt. I don't know. Oh, wait. Was it mostly men that wore the wigs in Egypt? Yeah, I don't think I mentioned that. It was more so men. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Right? Yeah. It's a little role reversal. It I is. dig it. I think we should get back to it. I mean, I feel like we are all inclusive now, though. No, but I mean just men. Oh, just, just men. men. <laughs> well, <laughs> we've both been on a few dates that the hats come off and it was a different story. Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. <laughs> that's why we, we need to bring the wigs back. If they're going to complain about us wearing makeup. I don't makeup, care if it's grass or wool or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. A, a street yeah. weave. <laughs> Oh, yep. <laughs> I should have saved that gutter weave I found. You absolutely. I didn't want to touch it. You should not have touched touch it. it. You made the right decision. Leave that weave in the street. I need to bring gloves with me, though. <laughs> no. So I can pick it up and throw it, you know. Throw it where? What On are you the head of someone it? who needs it. <laughs> I don't know. That's fair. I like it. You're uh, you're thinking I'll of others. Use. Yeah. You're putting others before yourself. I am. Yeah. I am. I'm very selfless. <laughs> Yeah, it could be up for debate, but that's fine. <laughs> I still love you for it. Um, so men and women in the Roman period wore a lot of wigs. Again, it was a huge symbol of, of wealth. Again, affording a nice wig was very expensive. Um, very similar materials. It's not super different between Greeks, Romans, and Egyptian. Um, the The... the the stranger part <laughs> about the Romans, though, were they were very specific in the human hair that they wanted to use for their wigs. Like they had rules. <clears throat> Basically one big rule, but it's like a gigantic rule. Um, they preferred the <laughs> their wigs and hair pieces to made, be made out of German slaves' hair. But it would, and it would be blonde. It had to be a blonde German slave, which is strange to me also because blonde became the color that prostitutes were supposed to use, and they would wear wigs a little bit further. Yeah. A little bit further. It's kind of started more towards the end of Romans and into the Greek. Like, that's Do not really a time why? period. N no. I think they just. With the Greeks, I guess the Romans did too. Um, they used it a lot to a wig to emulate their gods. Okay. And if you've ever read like a little bit of mythology, like Zeus yeah. has rolling blonde curls. So I think that was more yeah, so they the all reason. Do. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was strange. It was a very specific, it wasn't even just German hair. I was going to say something, but I don't think it would be right. I was going to say, like, do you think they chose people particularly, like, to be German slaves based on, like, ooh, we can cultivate their hair? 
Well, it's you another I mean? weird thing that I was thinking about, too, is it came up in multiple articles that I had read. And in one of the books that I read, too, that I am completely dropping the title of, it was that, like, 2,000-page book I was telling you about. Yeah. Um, Timeline-wise, were the Germans and the Romans around at the same time? Or uh, maybe... People if- had to be in Germany... Was it Germany then? This is embarrassing. Ger- Germania. That was the thing, right? Germanic. Oh, wait. Yeah, it there was an emperor, wasn't it? Like Germanicus or something, and that's where it... I don't know. Do not quote me. No one quote me. No one look this up. Um, you can fact Because I'm pretty those. sure I'm wrong. <laughs> but it was, it was very specific. Like I keep okay. saying, very specific. Um, so aside from the German slave hair, um, very familiar very similar uh product or materials yeah um the palm fibers again grass felt um human hair but they also used and i'm not sure what form it came in but they would use silver somehow for their hair as well then they would also adorn it with silver and gold jewels they would bejewel they're wicked. Ancient bedazzling. Ancient bedazzling. Ooh. <laughs> I'm into it. Right? I'm into it. Yeah. I want to know how they <clears throat> broke down the silver, though. Yeah. That's I'm, weird. It's not weird. It probably <clears throat> looks really cool, but. Was it. Was it Cher that rocked that tinsel wig for a long time? She did. She did, yes. <laughs> That's what I picture. Yes. For the, for the ancient Greeks. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm down for I'm it. I'm a fan. A toga yeah. and a tinsel yeah. wig. 100% I would down live my best that. life if that's how I was all the time. Wake up in the morning. How could you have a bad day? You can't throw that tinsel on. <laughs> walk out the door. You don't deserve the day. Bright as the sun. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're a disco ball before disco. Yep. <laughs> so you know what? I take it back because it was such a strange kind of like spaghetti to the wall material yeah in my mind i'm down for it yeah i i want it's fun it's fun i want it that's like a special occasion wig yes a gala like get out your fancy fancy hair fancy hair fancy pants (laughs) yeah let's roll (laughs) um so rolling into the um eastern countries like china japan they actually didn't use wigs the only group of people who would use wigs then were the geishas okay and uh theater they just valued their hair um which working with hairstylists yep and knowing the like donation mm-hmm. requirements yeah yeah yep. um the asian hair in particular is <laughs> it's stunning i feel really weird saying that it's a it's finer like a silken waterfall it done i don't have to say anything it else. just came out i love it that's yep. a great description um they also just value their hair um it's kind of like an extension of themselves it's almost yes. like a texas move Not, <laughs> bigger hair higher to god yeah but like yep. <laughs> nice hair yep yeah um so they didn't feel like it was necessary to ever cover up their natural hair no because um, it was so great i'm not sure why i think it was the hairstyle that geishas wear in particular because a mm-hmm. geisha is very specific it's the white face red lips do they use black liner 
Isn't there? Uh, some, what I am I missing? Uh, rosy cheeks. Yes, it's like yeah, a very a specific. Rouge. Yes, um, and their hair in particular is always in a. I'm going to mess this up. I'm not French. Uh, is it chignon? Yes. Well, thank you. It is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, that was the the hairstyle that they used. So I feel like it was more of a convenience thing of trying, because we both know, too, working with hairstylists, everybody hates trying to do a chignon. Yeah. Because it, it, it's a hard... It's no one's friend. It's beautiful, but it is one of the, like, hardest hairstyles to nail perfectly. So I feel like that was more so the reason of why geishas would use that. And then theater, it was just a lot of men in female roles, kind of like the Greek... Yeah. Um, eras yeah, of women things. weren't allowed for a long time to be in theater. Exactly. So, um, it was more so, let's make this man look like a lady (laughs) for the sake of of, of this play. Um, So, they didn't really mess with it too much. Um, So, we're finally up to, like, modern times. Well, that's not true. Europe. We forgot the period that I'm going to cover the most (laughs) of this episode. Um, With Europe, it was a wigs were really hot and then there was a big period of time where they stopped it and it came back to the lesser hair back hair lines plucking their eyebrows their eyelashes yeah um it was like the less hair that you had on your body the more attractive you were yes so it was a very big like huge difference huge difference huge jump in like (laughs) the trends which is fascinating to me, especially like how quickly it just happens. Yes, it was like a snap of the fingers. It was like, oh, you got a wig. That's that's not cool anymore. Gross. You throw Gross. that thing. Throw out. it in the gutter. They should have, but that's besides the point. Yeah. <laughs> then it came back in in vogue. Um, so there was a period, like early, it was like fourteen hundreds to 15 it was a really big thing then it fell off from about the 1500s to the 1600s and then our good old buddy king louis the eighth was the one that actually kind of made them come back into the picture he was fancy he was super fancy most of them were fancy they were very well-dressed people they probably didn't smell the greatest no. And in all fairness. I don't think it would have been possible for them to have, were right? probably a little bit crusty. But. Yeah. While they looked a lot better <clears throat> than they smelled. But. I'm sure. This is a good point of where I want to bring up. A lot of historians are like super upset with people saying that people were really dirty during this period of time. Because it's not necessarily true. It's like a half truth. Um, running water obviously wasn't a thing no for like households so it was a big to do to be able to take a bath at home however they would bring in like body size basins and bring some water in and they'd kind of do like a pits tits and lady bit shower okay they just address like the main parts of themselves and that would be and that was suffice at the time didn't they like <clears throat> they took baths like very infrequently though just because it was such a big thing and not everyone always had access, right? Yes. That so they being were probably said, though, clean for the time. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why historians get upset because basically what they were doing is kind of what we do to people who were in the hospitals. Like now. Yeah. Yep. That is the like type of bath. Like a bathy. Yes. Take care of what needs to be taken care of. 
yep, clean up the, the parts that need to be cleaned up, and then, like, you'll be fine until you can get home kind of yeah. thing. Um, so that's going to be a big umbrella for this period of time, is while it is dirty, it's not as dirty as people as we think, think it, is. it is. Yes. Aside from people throwing poop out of out windows. windows. Fun- Onto the people in streets below. They <laughs> so, said that happened to people. I don't know if this is 100% true, but I heard it from someone else that I trust. Yeah. They claimed. <laughs> thank you, sir. That that's why uh, we came up with the brimmed hat style. For to like the common you peeps. From the-, from the poop being thrown out the windows in the streets. That's gross. I mean. And you. But but then you can just take the hat off and clean yourself No, I was going to say, but, like, the hat gets covered in it. So do you have to get a new hat all the time, or do you just go around in a crusty hat? I mean, I'd probably try to save money for a new hat. I would. <laughs> I would. I just have a whole Just a closet. Just filled with hats. We make ourselves sound like we would be part of the, like, aristocracy. No, I'd be living in a straw hut, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> we'd be... We'd on the streets let's be real yeah (laughs) we we would be very well fed but we would be (laughs) living on the streets because we would just spend all of our money we'd be barmaids on hats no i was gonna say my money drinks (laughs) and a hat and a hat (laughs) or two you can't have food or drinks without a good hat (laughs) you need one hat for long term and then Mm -hmm. you get a second hat when you're like, oh, man, I almost said, oh, shit. And then you have yeah. to take your hat off. Maybe that's where yeah. that came from. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's where I think uh, rats came from. <laughs> Not the same thing, but, like, the plague. You. Yeah. Because, you know, they go through and, like, people, you know, they're trying to clear everything out, get everything cleaned up. And you yeah. think, like, yes, my village is good. My hut is good. My whatever. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, rats. <laughs> So I think maybe that's that's maybe where that saying came from. I like it. We should probably look some of these. We should up. write a history book. We we should not. Do not. Yeah. No, we should ever quote us in any form of a paper. <laughs> this is for edutainment purposes only. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. So yeah, uh, we got very yeah very sidetracked but Louis, there. But Louis he brought it back. Um. Early male pattern baldness is the real reason that he used it. He did oh, not have any STDs. I thought it was because he wanted mm. to be fancy. Well, I mean, he probably did. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Maybe. But it, it, it was because but he it was, was bald. it was driven by yeah. his, yeah. It's very, very well written <laughs> that it was because of, of baldness. Um, and I guess a, a good head of hair was priority at the time. Yeah. Which I get that. Yeah. I've had a few bad haircuts that I've cried because... <laughs> they were terrible same right you were there for one you saw one <laughs> everyone got that haircut that's we all i'm gonna say everyone <laughs> everyone that sat in that chair got that haircut i know exactly what you're yep. talking about because aaron r and i were talking about this yeah <laughs> like mm-hmm. literally yesterday uh-huh um we've we've been wasn't what i wanted but it's what i got oh because i sat in the chair <laughs> she didn't take I requests <laughs> she got she had one style yep like that TikTok video, I got three yeah. styles. Mm-hmm. She only had, had one. one. <laughs> Man, woman, child. <laughs> Those are the three all styles. Got the same. Yep. All got the same one. Yep. We have been friends long enough that we have been through enough bad haircuts together 
mm-hmm. that I'm pretty sure that's what we have seen tears from each other about. Oh, yeah. I don't think we have ever cried in front of each other except over bad haircuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's emotional. It's ve- Oh. Oh. <laughs> Just thinking about it makes me nervous. <laughs> I feel like I need to knock on some wood. Yeah. Um, just because we're throwing that out into the universe. Yep. But uh but yeah. It was it was baldness. Okay. And he was a little a little self conscious of it. Um this was also the period where women started making those wild, huge uh hair pieces. Okay. I'm gonna come back to that. We're gonna get through this history bit yeah. first. Um It was also during this period through like it's okay it's gonna be late 1600s early 1700s um the first wig makers guild was uh founded in 1673 which is weird because it was over the period where wigs weren't necessarily their most popular that's why they had to band together right bring it back it was like an ancient trade they had to keep it moving I um, like that. I couldn't find too much on it in terms of like how many people were part of it. And three. This is, it might have only been three, <laughs> maybe five max. Um, I was curious, like, this is going to sound weird because it's a, a wig makers guild, but yeah. like what they did besides like just have meetings about making wigs. Did they come up with new hairstyles of the time? Probably. I feel like they were probably employed. For the women who were making those gigantic ship pieces yes. in their hair. They had to have been. Because it, it, Chef's Kiss, it was like a masterpiece for these. They were artists. They were, yeah. Um, I've seen like a number of photos. Well, not photos, obviously. But uh, paintings, illustrations um, of the wigs from back then. They were insane. Oh, yeah. They were gigantic. There were more wigs that were larger than the person wearing them than not what oh yeah people were little though they were smaller (laughs) than us they were like child size that's still a really big wig though you figure it doesn't matter if you're three feet tall three a a three foot wig is yeah gigantic imagine us with like five foot wigs on top of our heads i would love that Um, so yeah, this was the period where they really started doing that kind of stuff with them, really making like big pieces out of them. Um, again, royalty thing, uh, Queen Elizabeth had a plethora of crafted wigs Mm -hmm. at her disposal. Um, she definitely had like very common hairstyles that were like, like everybody knows when you mention Queen Elizabeth. Exactly. The big like... Yep. Almost alien head shape. Yep. I know it's a really weird yep. way to go with it. Um, that was like her shape. And then it was just adorned with all kinds of curls and braids. And people were putting... Um, I'm going to come back to it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll come back to it. Because we need to roll into the modern times now. Okay. They are more popular now than they have been in probably the last 500 years. Well, it has been 500 years, basically. Um Literally anybody can get them. Mm-hmm. There's different quality to them. Um, they're, they're just at our disposal. And it's not even just full wigs anymore. It's extensions. It's mm-hmm. the weave conversation. You can get really classy wigs that mm-hmm. are still made out of human hair, which, again, is back to the donation conversation. Yep. Um, or you can get them with synthetic 
materials, which are typically like um, the Halloween store, <laughs> like the Halloween store. Yeah. It's probably that share tinsel wig that we were talking about. I'm going to buy one now. <laughs> is definitely one of the synthetic types. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was typically like acrylic material or uh, polyester was a big one. Um, yeah, it kind of looked like fishing line. It yeah, like glistening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yep. it caught nice the and light. shiny. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Yeah, it, 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 we we use them for everything now. You can use them to just bump your self esteem. Mm-hmm. We use them for medical purposes still of yep. alopecia, cancer patients. Always have availability to wigs. There's tons of organizations that work with those people to get themselves um, a nice head of hair. Because let's yep. be real, American Cancer Society, huge, huge. Yep. Um, a lot of organizations that do it for kids with cancer as well yes. so like yeah. um locks of love yep. is a really big one yep. pantene does it too they don't just um collect for adults they also have a specific section of their for donation children. page for children um which is awesome i think anybody who wants one should be able to have it i don't oh, think absolutely. that it should be a money issue uh there are a lot of money issues that come up with wigs still though oh absolutely they're super expensive still um but people can get their hands on um organizations that that will help at least cover the costs if not 100 percent get you this wig which is amazing i think um what is it children's alopecia project does that too really Mm -hmm. see that's awesome again they deserve them too. Absolutely. Hair's I feel a big like it's thing. actually almost like even more critical for them Bullying than it is stuff. for adults. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And what <laughs> I know this is going to sound like a very blanket statement. That kind of stuff breaks my heart. Like bullying sucks in general. Y'all shouldn't bully people, especially but for something that, that you is have out of no their control. control over. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just the worst kind of bullying. Oh, absolutely. Unacceptable peeps. Those people are going to be terrible humans. <laughs> They already are terrible yeah. humans. <laughs> and they probably came from terrible humans. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now that we've kind of finally gotten through the history of yeah. wigs, because that was a lot more than I was intending it to be. Yeah. Let's get down to why they're really, really gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, so biggest issue with wigs is going to come down to cleanliness. I know I made a big deal out of saying the people still bathed and stuff. They bathed. Mm-hmm. They did not clean their wigs, though. Um, yeah, it was just... That's right. Ugh. <laughs> you. Ugh. Yeah. Um, it, it, because they were so elaborate, regardless of if it was like the ships in their hair root or if it was just a nice everyday kind of wig, a lot of work went it's into them. It's my everyday them. wig. <laughs> this is just my everyday. Yeah. This um, is my Thursday wig. I have a party wig. Yeah. Wait until you see that one. Yeah. The gaslight is really going to show it off. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, the way that they would clean their wigs. Uh, let's talk about styling first, because okay. that's going to okay. wrap it up for sure. Um, so the way that they would style it is that there were basically a pomade, which is like a like a, a stiff gel. Yeah. Um, men tend is to use them a little bit like more. Is that like the guy's pomade? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, but obviously because they weren't um, able to get their hands on anything that's in them now, uh, basically a pomade was made out of lard. Okay. That's Just like different not, forms of lard. That's, 
gross. Yeah. Um, and if it would be smelly too. All of this comes into it, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll wait for it. Um, so it, I know this Ew. is silly. I need okay. to clarify though. Um, lard is not butter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One is milk and dairy base, right? Which is butter. Lard is literally just the fat. I was going to say it's fat. Rendered right? down fat. Yeah. Um, we used it as kid uh, Crisco. When I was a kid, yeah. is what we would use to like grease the pans because it has. What is Crisco? Lard. <laughs> Have you never Not, used Crisco but before? The fat. Yeah, I know. I didn't know. There's certain recipes. I never thought about it. That legit call for lard. Like you were supposed to use lard. Um, a lot of farmers in the area, because we are a very large farming community. Yeah. Um, when they butcher animals, they actually hang on to to the lard after the processing period because you can use it as a really good grease. Um, I know as a vegetarian, you don't want to hear this. Yeah. It's um. It has a really good taste to it too, and that's why you mm. typically. Mm, <laughs> you why you use it (laughs) it's animal oil yeah if you cook with oil it's just a more pure form of oil it's more Mm -hmm. of an animal-based oil Mm -hmm. thicker yeah versus like uh olive oil or insert other kind of oil here because i i'm dropping the ball on it um there were some pretty common types of lard that they would use it came down to uh, uh cow beef obviously um pigs um i feel like i automatically just picture pigs pigs and sheep yes yeah pigs and sheep were the other two big ones okay um it it was thick it was greasy and it it hardened way to sell it when i'm I'm trying way to sell i'm so trying it would harden though and that's why they used it so when they would have these big elaborate like um I don't know puffs. Yeah, <laughs> form yeah. of their head. Yeah, yeah. It would keep it That's all what up. What does them look like? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's basically the style of the time. Um, and again, this is what I'm talking about right now. Is like that 1700s. Um, I believe it's called the Georgian era. Okay. Uh, so like, I think it was like it's a goofy number. 1714 to like 1840 was considered this period. Yeah. I found recipes. Of what for, they for, would have used for the pomade, and then they're, I'm using finger quotes, dry shampoo, because that was another product that I'll they would use. I bet it was use. gross. Oh, it was absolutely gross. Fly droppings. <laughs> no. And the wings of a bat. <laughs> to, you, to gently brush through your hair. Now you just sound like a witch. <laughs> well. Boil, boil, <laughs> toil and trouble. Yeah, right. Where's my Throw a little eye of newt in there. <laughs> um. No, no bats, nothing like that. Um, back to the pomades, though. Yeah. When they would use the, the lard, they would also use um, essential oils in it to kind of combat the, the stink of this lard that they yeah. were using. Um, so, like, with the pomades, um, this one's from the late 1700s. They would require a pound of sheep fat and a pound of pig fat mix that all together uh get a nice like thick yeah i don't want to say a paste but kind of like a mm-hmm. paste um and then they would use the fragrances after that it was literally just the fat and fat fragrances and fragrance. <laughs> fat and fragrance that's a good name yeah um so one of the most common ones was um um boiled apples and they would boil it in rose water 
So it would still have that like sweet apple scent, but that pretty rose yeah. scent to it. Um, that one was like a really big popular one that I found on multiple occasions. Probably not like the worst smell. That'd be that'd be nice. I'd be. I mean, I do yeah, like rose water flavor it, for sure. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and then other scents that they would try to like toss in there would be rosewood. Um, mm-hmm. Orange was a really big one, and then bay leaves. Okay. Which I'm not really a fan of bay leaf. Mm-hmm. But I guess, like, to combat what it was combating, 100% yeah. made sense. Anything smells almost, uh, almost. better. Better than, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then they're... Hot lard on a summer's day. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> so then after they slathered their wigs up in this pomade, they would use um, a powder or, like, a dry shampoo. It was also for setting purposes. Okay. Um, but mostly the reason that they wanted to put some powder onto it was to take away the glossiness or the oiliness of the lard. <laughs> Do you see how using? fat her wig is? <laughs> Gross. Ew, she looks so greasy today. Yeah. Tiffany, <laughs> look at her wig today. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for the powder, dry shampoo, whatever you want to call it at this point, it was literally, so the more common, not common, the more, um, available would have been like cornstarch flour wheat flour um one thing that they really liked to use though was ground up animal bones (laughs) and they would have this mouthpiece so you know those things that you use to um uh get the flame in a fireplace to go it's like the The bellows bellows thank you i knew you would know the word they basically had one of them but instead of pumping it the stylist, because they would bring stylists okay. in to do this. Normal people didn't do this right. themselves. There was always a wig stylist. I wouldn't dare. I, I, I would not dare try. Put my hands in any of these products. Um, they would take. They would put it to their mouth, and Ew. they would poof. <laughs> and that's how they would apply the powder to all of these wigs, which is also just another unsanitary. Just to, yeah, to make it even option. less hygienic. <laughs> yes. Um, that's also where the name for powder rooms comes from there would always be a specific room set up in people's homes and that's where they would have this done and that was where they would go to for the stylist to powder their wigs so when we say we're going to the powder Powder. room and you pat your cheeks yeah that's wrong or like i'm gonna powder my nose it's like no you're supposed to powder your hair yes yeah i thought you thought i i knew you would find that interesting i do Mm -hmm. but it makes sense now too because i've always kind of wondered why they were called a powder I have rim. too. Yeah. yeah. So it's that's where they would go to get the get their wigs powdered. Okay. <laughs> so all of that together is what makes wigs really, really gross. The biggest problem at the times, at the times, at the time, was um, creepy crawlies. Bugs are so attracted to, like, for lack of a better word, the garbage. Like they, literally yeah. the garbage that they were they it's were they applying belong. to their wigs. Yeah. So fleas were a really big thing. Okay. Um. They and they were more of the reason of Both why animals and people. Yes, it wasn't just animals anymore at this point. Uh. Like there would be flea infest- infestations in their wigs, um, and that's also what carried the plague. Everybody wants to blame the rats specifically. It was the all rats. All rats. <laughs> It would be the fleas 
drinking the blood of the infected rats, they would go and, and they would hop on people. And hang out in their wigs. Yeah. And there were specific tools, in my mind, when they were describing what they looked like. Now, they would have been made out of cool stuff like, like carved bones or carved wood, but they had wig scratchers. For, the, for this purpose and for, That's for lice disgusting. purposes. And they would just take this big old stick and jam it up into the wig and scratch their heads. I am picturing <laughs> um, Angelica Houston and the witches. <gasps> yes. When they all, like, they take, like, their shoes off and they're all, like, itching their gross heads. Yes. That's what I'm picturing now. <laughs> yeah. They just stick that stick in there and against their scalp because were gross. they'd have fleas and lice was another problem too with them which in turn makes oh, you itchy everyone has lice but, like not now but back then yes but totally like, back then oh yeah. we panic now when somebody has lice like, oh you have some lice mm. Mm. who doesn't i got rid of that last week yeah <laughs> gross yeah now the funny thing about lice is that isn't necessarily a cleanliness issue lice actually prefer clean hair clean scalps um the issue wasn't the uh the lice causing problems the problem that came in and made wigs a little bit more dangerous was how um lice would cause a lot of scratching so when the women were taking those sticks in and scraping their head the issue that comes with lice and making wigs dangerous is that it would have open sores then you're putting a hot wig like over Angelica top of Houston it. Like Angelica and the witches. It was a perfect, perfect reference to bring up. But oh. they were going the opposite direction. They were putting the wigs back on. So it was more secondary um, infection Ugh. when it came to the lice. Yeah. They just fester it underneath that hot wig. It, it, I know. Ew. I know. <laughs> Ew. Um, let me... Uh, the other thing another thing with wigs yeah. was there's this common do they get grosser is it possible i don't think i don't think it's okay. grosser i mean we talked open sores i feel like that's the yeah. grossest that it's gonna get yeah. um at this point it's a lot of secondary things okay um that are i guess that was a secondary uh causation but um uh rats mice were yeah. all attracted to the lard and the, the stuff that people were using on the wigs. Now, there's a common myth, and you've brought it up, and I've been trying not to burst your bubble. Yeah. <laughs> of wigs, uh, I'm sorry, rats getting into wigs and in turn, like, biting women and, like, causing Oh, I didn't know that. I just knew that they were trying to, like, eat the wigs. Okay, that's true. That's the truth. There, I've heard from a lot of people that they they have heard stories where women were bitten by rats oh. and stuff while they were wearing wigs. I didn't hear wigs. that. I just knew that they would like attack the wigs. Okay, that of. that's a hundred percent true. They would like they would like make home. <laughs> they would make like nests. Yeah. In the wigs. Also, forgot to mention, people took their wigs off at night. They obviously didn't sleep in these contraptions. I would hope. There's no way to, especially if it's like literally the size of you. There was no way to lay down with these things. So they would set them off to the side at night. This is when vermin would come in and kind of like make home in, in the wigs. So like rat urine was a really big problem. Mice urine, poops, 
it was all just a big issue in the wigs. And again, secondary causation was that rat feces and um, uh, urine. Rats in general carry a lot of disease. Yeah. So a big problem was salmonella, which, I mean, technically you can get from eating cookie dough. I haven't gotten it yet. I, I call shenanigans on that. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> There's a, I've eaten a lot of cookie dough in my life. I've gotten salmonella from other things. Okay. Um, but rats carry that. That's a really big common thing that rats carry. And then they also carry the hantavirus. I don't know what that is. So it's, um, it's, a, it's a pretty deadly um, virus. It's, it's really hard on the body. It starts out very flu-like. It, it attacks you like a normal virus. It gets in your system, makes you feel down. You start to feel really tired. You might get fevers and muscle aches and stuff like that. Um, but if left untreated, which, again, for the time, medical wasn't really up on it, yeah. it could end up causing fluid to collect in your lungs and then you would basically suffocate that's horrible right and so by that's horrible plot of events wigs would eventually be one of the bigger reasons that the hantavirus was a big virus that was shipped around to people in like the 1700s was it like communicable like easily communicable very communicable it Ooh. again it was very flu-like so being in the room being too close all sounding familiar yeah. um yeah if they were coughing or sneezing even if it wasn't associated like with the hot kind of thing yeah in a way okay. very similar to it the only difference was that it literally was just collection of fluid in the lungs okay where tb tends to cause um like holes in the lungs mm -hmm. and that Let's more fluid in, I guess. Um, this just didn't cause, like, the holes and the damage to the lungs. It was just, like, your lungs filled up yeah. and you, you suffocated. You drowned in your own lungs. Um, yeah, so that was a big, big virus that was really communicable from the rats that were making house in wigs. Hmm. Yeah. Because it wasn't just bad enough to have a mouse in your wig no 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 you also had to deal with the the viruses and yeah. the germs that they were carrying as well yeah um also with the rat infestations of the wigs they came up with this contraption that they would they they literally had to lock up their wigs at night <laughs> they kenneled they their, kenneled wigs. their wigs <laughs> because they tucked them away rats them a would, story <laughs> yes yeah because rats would want to come into their wigs so they i couldn't find any like blueprints i couldn't honestly find a lot on them in particular but again they were mentioned with the care yeah, of wigs like enough times to be like yeah this was yeah. a thing so it was a very thin oh um like smaller hold like knit like okay. a sweater would be okay. so that obviously the rats couldn't get in um and it had to be big enough for their wigs so they could have been any size from like you know, collecting a tiny bob hairstyle, depending right. on the period, or these gigantic, elaborate wigs. So they could be, like, huge. They could be, like, Great Dane kennels, or it could be, like, a Yorkie kennel for their wigs. Wow. Yeah. So they had to take precautions to keep their wigs safe. Um, but their reasoning more so was because it was an expensive item was why they wanted to take more care of it. 
they weren't super concerned about the death the the, the <laughs> rats in particular yeah. it was this is an expensive item so we need to take care of it not ooh, these rats are disgusting and we need to lock up our wigs priorities priorities, priorities. i get it i 100 yeah. percent get it <laughs> um also with the um wigs being dangerous in like the sense of people thinking that women and i keep saying women because again the period that we're talking about was more women wore wigs than men did um the the biggest danger and it's going to come up a lot with different topics that we talk about on this podcast was fire a lot of women in particular (laughs) died because they would be wearing these huge wigs and they would get Mm -hmm. too close to open flames because again also no electric it was all fuel um fueled type gaslight yes i it's not a wig it was her actual hair um so it's not entirely relevant but i do remember when i was really little it was at a church spaghetti supper (laughs) okay one of the um wives of like one of like i guess like the you know, older guys like in the church who was like a little bit higher up. Yeah. Went to bend over and do something with one of the candles in the middle. Um, and I just, she was fine, you know, so we can all laugh about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I just remember like just seeing like someone, sc- well, I didn't see them scream. I heard them scream uh-huh. and looked over and somebody was like patting this woman down because her hair, like she had had so much hairspray on and she got too close to the flame that i mean woo, it, ignited. it went up the whole place smelled yes it was yeah oh yeah and so not exactly the same but uh but just no a little story about you know perfect segue nay, nay. perfect segue because the reason that their wigs went up mostly was because the lard was a huge ignition source it's i didn't fat. realize it was yeah and that's that like the sense. first thing that I renders never thought down about it yeah yeah so if they got too close, it was just like the, the, the spaghetti dinner. Yeah. It was, you got too close. Yep. And kaboof, and it went up in flames. And one, they were so big that they were hard to put, the fires, were, the wigs were so large that the fires were hard to put out because it would just kind of trail up. And again, these wigs were literally the size of the people that were wearing yeah. them. So picture like two of yourself on top of each other. And then trying to pat out that top part of the fire. Um, most, with, this sounds terrible, with fire in general, whether you're in like a house fire or if you're, something on yeah. you is catching on fire, typically what kills you is the smoke inhalation. Yes, thankfully. Thankfully. Your nerves shut down yeah. at a certain point of pain where but you just I, don't, I don't feel, feel it feel anymore. I don't feel any of it. 100%. Ever. I don't want to be put in this itch, yeah. but your body does shut down. Your body can only handle so much mm-hmm. pain. Is it a high threshold of pain? Yeah. Fire yeah. is like the threshold of right. it. Um, so typically if someone was going to pass away, it was either because of the smoke inhalation or they succumb to the burns. So the fire wouldn't necessarily kill these these women. Okay. It was they would have such severe burns that medical technology doctors at the time couldn't help them survive. So here's a thought. Go for it. And it's just a thought. Would it have been too embarrassing if while you're on fire, this is a hypothetical, (laughs) you just took the wig off 
Like, was the shame of people seeing you wigless worse? Okay. So hypothetical. Mm-hmm. How bad is it underneath? What What am I working with if I had to pull the wig off? No. To answer your question, no. No. I would... I'd- yeah strip naked in a heartbeat if i were on fire because like i burned my finger on pots and i've cussed up a storm if my clothes were on fire i don't care who's around everybody's gonna get a full view of this chunky little nugget (laughs) Mm -hmm. same yeah same so to answer your question realistically 100 percent. yeah i would have pulled it off i think the problem that comes into just pulling it off is, again, the size of them. Yeah. They were heavy. Women would literally, and I know I said I was going to go back to the topic of, like, right. these big wigs. Um, we'll just kind of touch on it a little bit at this point. But um, the size of them, they would have to have people come in, and they would literally have to bring ladders and step ladders with them for the other person to get these contraptions on top of their heads like I can't emphasize enough and I know you said you've seen illustrations like I really encourage people to look up illustrations of the sizes of some of these wigs that they would actually have wooden frames inside the bigger parts of the wigs for support and then they would be forced to stand solitary yeah um so that there was like a a support like there would be like for lack of a better explanation like a a piece of wood that would be propping up the back part of it to take that pressure off because another very minor um issue of wearing these types of wigs too was like neck pain back pain i was gonna ask yeah i don't think chiropractors were a thing at the time darn yeah i was gonna say because i remember (laughs) us saying before like oh like maybe Like, people really could have used a chiropractor back then. Oh, what's to prevent just your whole body from just saying, nope? And just breaking. 30 was kind of the limit, though. Like, you. You did say that. Yeah. 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 So, realistically. We'd be dead by now, anyway. Girl, we'd be in the grave for a few years at this point. (laughs) I'd have my wig on, though. I'd be looking good. I think I'd want to look pretty snazzy. Yeah hey it's a whole yeah. industry so i feel like yeah. anybody wants to look good at that point yep uh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah i think that covers everything under wigs so it, it they're not as dangerous to wear nowadays by most means <laughs> but they were pretty dangerous they were also pretty gross they were really gross. They were super gross. They were really gross. I have to be <laughs> honest. I didn't. I knew they were gross. And I knew, like, there was a lot to delve into with it. But, like, until, like, the topic itself just really came up. And there was, like, a reason, you know what I mean? To, like, discuss it and, like, go yeah. into it. I don't think I ever really thought that much about it. I was we, like, yep, they were there. People were gross. Yeah. And uh, that's about it. We wear them now. But that's the other weird thing, too, is I never thought about, like, the cleanliness or like what they used to style them. Yeah. It, it was, was always just like, just like yeah, yeah, they had them. They got a big hairpiece on. Yep. Cool. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wow. Well, interesting topic. Yeah. Um next episode, I can't wait to hear about yours. Thank you for hanging out with us. Hope you enjoyed it. Give us some feedback. Don't hesitate. We don't have thick skin, but you can let us know the truth. Yeah. Yep. And until next episode, 
Stay spooky, friends. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs>